Well, details surrounding Lisa Marie Presley's funeral have been revealed this morning. Yeah, let's get some more. Our entertainment editor, Peter Ford, is with us. Hiya, Pete. Um, what has the family planned? Yes, so this has just been announced that there will be a memorial service. Now, where it gets a little bit vague is we don't specifically know if this, in fact, is an actual funeral per se or just a memorial service, but it's taking place at Graceland, interestingly, open to the public, and it's taking place next Sunday morning at 9am. That's Memphis time, so that'll be overnight in the early hours of Monday morning our time, so obviously sunrise and we will be all across it on Monday morning. So they've also said, please do not send any flowers, any donations you would like to make to the Elvis Presley Charitable Foundation, which does a lot of good work in the Memphis area. So what will be also interesting is to see whether the twins go. The twin girls are 14 years old. And of course, just recently, we've heard a lot from Prince Harry about the fact that having to go and publicly grieve for his mother, he believes has done terrible damage to him psychologically. So whether those 14-year-old girls are spared from going to it, we'll know next Monday morning. So we'll be right across it. Okay. Well, Prince Harry's memoir, speaking of Prince Harry, uh, has had the whole world talking for a couple of weeks now. The numbers are in, Pete. Yeah, it, look, it is sold incredibly well. In the UK, it sold 750,000 copies, which in, in bookland is a lot of numbers these days. And that's across all platforms, whether it's hardcover like that or people who are downloading it, etc. So that's the biggest selling memoir of all time in the UK, of all time. Now, similar story in the United States and other parts of the world as well. So there is no doubt it's a big hit. Bearing in mind, of course, this is a multi-book Deal. So there will be more books coming out by Prince Harry, bearing in mind also the normal practice here with these hardcover books is about six months down the track, you bring out a paperback version, which then has some updated chapters. So that in itself, I'm sure, is going to allow itself for a whole lot more controversy. But of course, the book has also become the punchline on late night talk shows in America. And Jimmy Kimmel is one of those people who has decided to send up the book. And in the book, there are 14 references in the book. I'm not allowed to the Channel 7 censors said, said I can't say penis, so I can say appendage. Yeah, don't, so say, don't say penis, Pete, because every I, time I'm we say that... I'm not going to yeah. say that. Okay. So there are 14 references to Prince Harry's appendage in the book, and so this allows for a lot of comedy shtick, right? So here is Jimmy Kimmel sending up the book. I'm not destroyed, but honey, have you heard about Sir Sigmund there you go. So all the words that I can't use that we can show Jimmy Kimmel using, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now I'm listening to the, uh, to the audio book of this, because the book's pretty heavy, like so many words, right? <laughs> no it's it's yeah. so interesting, like if you're half in, half out, not committed to it, have, have a go at the audio book, because to hear it in his, his voice, his voice right. saying it, mm. it's quite extraordinary, quite extraordinary. Yeah. Right, yeah, look, I, I agree. And a lot of the stories that came out in the build-up to the book coming out, yes. which I thought it might have been overkill, when you do read them in full context, yes. it is somewhat different. I mean, I'm not saying it's a great thing he's done, but when you do see the full context, as always, as things always. are a bit different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we really like to look into the full context <laughs> here on the morning show. It really takes away from our headlines. <laughs> uh, Pete, moving on, and some really sad news with soul singer Renee Geyer passing away.
Oh, that really shocked me. Yeah. Uh, she seemed like one of those people who was just going to be around forever. You know, she'd survived breast cancer. She'd survived three drug overdoses. And she was still out there doing gigs. You know, she'd been around the traps for over 50 years. This, you know, the music t industry is a really tough game to be in, yeah. particularly for women. And to have a career, and you may not be the talk of the town the whole 50 years, but you're still out there getting gigs and doing shows and doing things that challenge yourself as an artist. And, of course, her voice was so unique. You know, she had this great husky voice that lent itself to blues and to jazz and to gospel and R&B. And uh, when, to, when the news came through that she'd gone at, 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 you know, the age of 69, I was just so shocked and saddened. And the music industry, you see people like Marsha and, and Jimmy Barnes paying tribute to her as being like a, a singer's singer and somebody who stayed true to what she wanted to do. I mean... You know, she laid it down pretty clear as you... She called the spade a shovel. You know, she knew what she wanted and she knew how she was going to get it. She may have had more commercial success had she been willing to be open to more compromise, but she played the game on her terms and we take our hats off this morning to the great Renee Gale. Yes. yes. Incredible career. Thank you so much, Pete. Thank you.